Thought maybe you boys might be interested in putting on a big-time wrestling bout. You know, make a nice hunk of dough for yourself. It's time to fight! Santa? Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. Morgan, you're out of here. You don't have the right temperament for the trade. You're a dead man. What am I supposed to do? There's always barber college. Frankie, I know you're a great wrestler, but my brother, who ain't as handsome as you, is as strong as Charles Atlas. Yeah, but I've wrestled women that are bigger than him. Sure, you got fat, sloppy women. Hello and welcome to Camel Clutch Cinema, the podcast where we talk about movies that star wrestlers or have wrestling in them. I'm Guy Hutchinson. And I'm Craig Cohen. And this week we are at... Pro Wrestling Syndicate, the big supercard Super show. Two. Yes, for WrestleMania weekend. So you'll hear loud announcements the whole time. So we just got to, to meet Bret Hart. Yeah, very, very cool. I All actually right. brought my uh, my book. The uh, I always forget the name of the book that I just got signed. <laughs> yeah, what is it, like The Best There Is? Is it like uh, the... Um, if you, is it called Wrestling of, with Shadows? No, I think it's like the cartoon, the real cartoon world of professional wrestling we can go around yet. so uh so you got the book signed yes. i went up i got a picture with him the guy pushed me out of there immediately I know. so i did not get to ask him about his role as the genie in the aladdin movie because that's like he's got that and he's got some lonesome dove work yeah but he really hasn't done a lot of acting uh, the lonesome dove stuff though i think one day we could review if yeah. we want to sit down and watch all of them we could review but now the you, aladdin thing yeah, i, I you, can't you sent me a link to this aladdin thing it looked oh, like yeah. it was a, a a musical of some yeah, kind it looked like it was a stage musical yes. there's a ring and he's wearing definitely bret hart inspired outfit you know and he's the genie he's the genie <laughs> and so uh i don't know how it came to be and it looked like it was filmed and then run on television yeah probably in canada probably didn't run in the u.s yeah, and I got to tell you, sometimes as great as the programming here is in America, it seems like the programming they have in Canada is, is pretty top-notch. Yeah. yeah, that is pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so anyway, so you got it. You got to talk to him. You got the book. What did he say? What did well, he talk at first, about? he was impressed with how well the book was kept. Because when I read a book, I like to try and keep it as close to a new condition as it is. So I kind of um, I treat the spine tenderly. So at first he commented about how good, the, how how nice the book looked, and then he asked me what my favorite part was. He put me on the spot. Right. And did you have a favorite part? <laughs> Not that I could tell him. Uh, he asked What's me if, if, if Stampede Wrestling years, and I said, you know what? Overall, Brad, it was the whole thing was great. And then in my head, I'm thinking, you know what? The parts where you didn't paint yourself in a great light were my my favorites, but I, I couldn't see, figure yeah. out a way to vocalize that without making it sound like. Uh, you know, insulting. Right. So now, did you pay fifty? Yes. So you paid for the. Yeah, I just paid for the photograph. Yeah, it was um, one yeah. one for the, uh, the, the the photo and the, the signature. Shame they the don't price. don't include. You know, like if you get one, you yeah. should get the other. Yeah. So we're standing in joints right here. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, but it's not Apollo, Matt Horn. It's, it's another the, guy. Yeah. yeah. It's, the, it's another famous joint though. Like he, oh, is he? Yeah. Like um, I was on his wiki page the other day when we saw he was going to be here, and he's he was like. Um, the other doink, like, okay. like if you're going to rank doinks. No, all right. <laughs> and then uh, there's Hurricane. Yeah, look at that. Hurricane Hell. I still remember. It's got to be tiring wearing that mask yeah. all the time. Do you remember the time when he briefly came back 
and he saved the day backstage. There was like a oh yeah, control. Well, uh, yes, yes, indeed. Uh, I, I know exactly. I'll, let me preface it. It was on ECW. He was a backstage announcer, and always he would be saving the day. And at this point, yeah, it was a it was a large like rolling part that just yeah. was going to crush. You know, it's Carlito. We're going to get in yeah. on this guy. And so if this guy's a listener, he can look at his... <laughs> I, I just photobombed it. Yeah, he can look look back and see. There is Carlito. Yeah, he's um, still got the crazy sideshow bomb here. So I do want to say about um, about uh, uh, Hurricane, that is totally a movie gimmick. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that is definitely based on superheroes, and it certainly plays more like Superman on the old TV oh, yeah, show, the, the way he was the, uh, the secret identity of the alter ego. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, so there's Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake the Snake, now he's never acted. That was surprising. He, he's in that great documentary. Yeah, Beyond the Mat, which we, I guess we could cover on the show. Uh, yeah, eventually. we could do that. Yeah, I mean, the he looks documentary is... You know, I'm really happy to see him in, uh, you know, ever since he hooked up with DDP and yeah. he's doing the yoga. Yeah, he looks healthy. Yeah, and he's smiling, which is amazing. How can you tell with that mustache? <laughs> I saw his teeth. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, that, that documentary we could certainly cover. It's a great documentary. The thing with documentaries is you run the risk of us just repeating what's yeah. uncovered in the documentary. And at that point, you know, people could just watch it. But I think that when we did the Bret Hart one, we were able to talk about the wrestling event within that, yeah. you know, which was kind of, we were able to, to line up a lot of the crazy moments like Honky Tonk Man riding around in the back of the limo with them. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that's noteworthy about Beyond the Mat was it was another um, one of those movies where they had some access to the WWF. Boy, did they, yeah. Which is something nowadays, you know, nobody will ever have access like that again. I doubt it, yeah. So that's, you know, that one primarily follows mankind. Yeah, yeah, it's it's got you know multiple chapters. I watched it recently, um, and yeah, the the Mick story. You got the Terry Funk story where he's retiring, and Dennis Stamp yes, is in book. And you've got the Jake story in the middle, yeah. which is like the real sad one. So then they go. Uh, Barry Blaustein, the director, said he then throws it to the Mick Foley story, which is going to be all upbeat. And then yeah. Mick Foley gets the hell beat out of him in front of his kids. Yeah. That is an excellent documentary. So we also just walked by uh, D'Lo Brown yes, and Luke Gallows and another member of Aces and Eights. Oh, wait, we should walk real close so then that we can say that they were guests on the show. Yeah. Let's go walk by John Morrison and that's uh, right. Let's get go, him on yeah. the show. Yeah, we did not get. Uh, they did not give us accents. <laughs> the big party. I'm sure that. All the media that's camped out here. The other interesting thing about Brett, to go back to Brett, is Brett is actually taking pictures and signing autographs at a table that's set up in the ring. Right. And I'll tell you, I'd never been in a ring before. Uh-huh. And I, 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 I was a little nervous watching people getting in and out. And I joked to you that I was going to skin the cat on the way out, which I did not. I told you, I climbed in as awkward as possible because I wanted to make sure I didn't fall down. That was my whole concern. I was like, I don't care how dumb I look. Yeah. I don't want to trip and fall on my head. There was another guy that went in before us who, I, he didn't realize that the ring had as much give as it does. So he sort of did like a, he stomped down and then he bounced oh. a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's a ring giving you some give. 
All right, let's get Marty Jannetty on the show. Marty Jannetty. Pick with Marty, ten bucks. It's a bargain. He had an incredible match with Shawn Michaels that time. Oh, ago. for the IC belt, right? Yeah, uh, one yeah. of the best that matches. That actually made the... Uh, Guys, we got a great show combo with Marty, an autograph, and a photo with him. $15. That actually made the top 100 yeah. for a moment. I think it may be like number one. It's it's way up there. No, it's, matches. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In terms of actual matches, yeah. not moments. But, yeah, I mean, it's way up there. That's, that's a... A lot of people consider that was match of the year, I believe. PWI. I mean, it's a that was a phenomenal match. I got to tell you, um, I used to love the whole feel and atmosphere of Monday Night Raw oh. in those early days in the Manhattan Center. Oh, that's <laughs> so right, all right. So we just had Marty Jannetty on our show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I wanted to talk about on this. I wanted to talk about the clips that we play at the beginning and the end yeah. of the show, because people ask me about them all the yeah. time. You know what, it's funny, I didn't realize even myself what some of those clips were until we did the uh, the Santa Slay episode. Yeah. Uh, I knew it was Santa Slay, but I didn't know it was Fran Drescher, which yes. is absurd because you listen to it and it's clearly Fran Drescher. But how <laughs> odd that Fran Drescher is in that, is in that movie. Um, the, I put those together, I just, that was off the top of my head thinking about what, you know, wrestlers had been in movies, what, you know, movies yeah. I'd like to eventually cover. We covered a handful of them. Uh, the first clip on there is Humphrey Bogart, and that's just pure class. <laughs> yeah. It's Humphrey Bogart saying, uh, and, and this is the intro. We don't run it every episode, but on, on episodes where there's nothing special to run in place of it, he comes on and he goes, hey, uh, maybe you guys like to put a little show on, <laughs> yeah. do a little wrestling match, make a, make some, make a nice hunk of dough for yourself. Yeah. That's Humphrey Bogart from a movie called Swing Your Lady, which uh, is... Is a short, right? No, no, it's a feature film. Uh, there are some There's some old shorts, Catch yeah. as Catch Can. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, is right another that, one. You, you, you and let I, me borrow a couple. Yeah, and I believe where... Sit Tight is another one that's 50 minutes or so, so it's technically a feature, but mm-hmm. a very short feature by, by today's way, standards. Said, uh, Vader on the show. We walked by Where's Vader? Vader? I didn't see him. Um, he's directly back there. He doesn't have his mask on. Oh, let me see. Oh, God, yeah, the Rock and Roll Express. I, I wouldn't recognize yeah. him, yeah, without the mask, yeah. Yeah, I only recognize him because the guy next to him was doing the V sign, you know. Ah. He, was... he looks good, but he doesn't look like Vader without the and, mask. And uh, Vader, of course, as uh, we we talked about uh, our last episode with Captain Marvelous, or on the WrestleMania yes, episode, yes. he was on uh, Boy Meets World. He played himself right. uh, as the kid's somebody's dad. dad, yeah, but he was actually Vader. Right. The kid's dad was Vader. Yeah, how, how interesting was that? And so they would have, he'd be on, you know, like every third or fourth yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah, it wasn't just, you know, a one-off. I mean, yeah. he, was, he was definitely on. So. Yeah, how unusual was that? Yeah. yeah. We'll have to actually ask Captain Marvelous what episodes they were, and maybe we could do the Boy Meets World movie. Where we, <laughs> you put a bunch yeah, together. Yeah, we put a bunch together, you know. Because I'll tell you, I know me and you were both fans of the quote-unquote movie, like um, Sanford and Son. I know when what you're talking about. This is where they do a sitcom three or four parter, <laughs> and you could watch it as a movie, which so, we've done with the Sanford. And that Sunday, one we did. We just we just sat connection. there and watched them in a row. The Brady Bunch did the movie where they went to Hawaii. You know, those really run like the movie. Uh, uh, I mean, some shows like Ducktales, the first several episodes were aired as a movie and then yeah. recut as episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that would be fun. That would be. I'm curious to see how those episodes fit into that show because I never watched that show, but it was yeah. on it sometimes, and I 
I'd see parts of it, so I did see he was all over yeah, it. Yeah. I'm curious to how central he I, he was like the one of the friends of the main character. I he, think he, he was like a, a, well, I think he was one of the bullies. Ah, was, okay. There was, you know, a series of bullies that, uh, that I guess he sense. interacted with. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's Vader's uh, big acting claim to fame. I don't know if he's done anything else. No. Except that news report in uh, Iraq, <laughs> Saudi, or, where, yeah. Saudi Arabia, where he slapped yeah. that. Uh, slapped the taste that, out that of that guy's mouth. Yeah. So, um, is that uh, Simon Dean? We get Simon Dean on the show. Where's Simon Dean? Right here, right, with the uh, striped shirt. I think you're probably right. <laughs> There's Tommy, Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. yeah, Tommy Dreamer's wife recently at uh, one of these okay. events, and she had written a book for children. And I thought well, that was kind of a cool thing to buy. Yeah. You know? So I bought it, and uh, she signed it, and it was really nice. You know, talked to me for a few minutes. Yeah, actually, I had met her, which was funny. I had met her years before when she was in ECW. Uh, so it was kind of cool to also meet her again. Now she was like a, a grown, you know, yeah, adult, yeah. you know. Out not, of, out of the yeah, exactly. You know, her kids were. Uh, this is an interesting movie-related story to him. Her, her kids with him. The, the, they have a set of twins who appeared on uh, some episodes of The Sopranos. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Wow. All right. So now we're. Uh... Walking by the uh, the entrance, oh, we're actually oh, this is being held in like a uh, soccer uh, indoor like soccer a, field. Yeah, a municipal sports complex. So yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty big. Uh, I'll take a picture of it later and uh, and do what? People come to your house, they can look at it. Yeah, yeah. I guess you'll tweet it out, but by the time they listen to it, it'll already be old. Yeah, or yeah, or maybe we can incorporate it into the artwork for this episode. I guess you're good with that. I suppose you, make something, yeah. put a little logo on top of it. I like that. So, um, so let's see. I was going to mention uh, we were talking about uh, about about different movies that were in the intro, and oh, yes, so Humphrey Bogart. Sit tight, uh, not sit tight. That's a, it's the other one we mentioned. But uh, Swing Your Lady. Mm-hmm. When I saw it was on, it was on Turner Classic Movies. Says starring Humphrey Bogart and Ronald Reagan, and I was like, wow, that sounds awesome. So, and this is indeed, for anybody that's too young to remember, the President of the United States had been a movie actor in, you know, about 40 movies. He was a, he was a legitimate movie star. And so this was a, a, you know, a B picture, which back then meant not that it was necessarily a bad picture. Back then, that would, that would mean that you'd get a double feature, and that would be the second half. And B pictures usually were more action-oriented or something like that, science fiction, stuff like that. This is a uh, is a wrestling comedy. Yeah. And the plot of it is uh, there's he's a promoter, Humphrey Bogart, and uh, Reagan's I believe a, an announcer for for it. And they just go to this uh, country bumpkin and they make him a wrestler. Mm-hmm. And that's the story. And I believe, if I remember correctly, his girlfriend is stronger than him, and then she <laughs> becomes a wrestler. But so that's the first one, and I put that on there just because I thought I liked the audio quality of it. It was really, you yeah. know, it was really old. It's Humphrey Bogart. Even if you don't recognize it, that's class. I mean, that oh, is yeah. to, to have the show introduced, you know, with a Humphrey Bogart clip is is pretty awesome. So that's the first clip that comes on, and uh, that's a movie we haven't done yet. 
and one that I do hope we get to one yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, no, I, but, I, I enjoy when we do those those older ones, it. like uh, we did the original. Uh, oh yeah, no, no holds barred. Bar. So yeah, no, I definitely well, especially the ones I've never seen before. Yeah, so, you know. yeah, exactly. So the next one is you get to hear Paul Heyman go, it's time to play Rollerball. And that is a movie that we did see in theaters. Yeah. And I, if I remember correctly, both of us, that entire movie, our jaws were on yeah. the floor. Well, like, because we couldn't Paul Heyman is all over this He's movie. like third lead. Yeah, I mean, he's in the trailer. He's in it more than Shane O'Mac. Oh, yeah. So, well, Shane McMahon, <laughs> well, I don't know why he's in it. <laughs> He's, Shane doesn't even say anything. He, no, he plays he's just a businessman that gets out of a, a limo. <laughs> I think he's like at a party, just hanging around. I think he gets out of a limo and walks to the party. Yeah. It's very weird. Like yeah. somebody involved was like wrestling's big. Yeah, we'll put some wrestling yeah. in this. But then there's also that whole sequence. It's like a, an escape sequence that's shot in night vision with Looney Tune sound effects. Yes, really. <laughs> with, I, I've watched it again to see if that was maybe just my impression. Yeah. It, but it really, like they hit things and it's like. Boing. <laughs> All in night vision. Yeah. It almost seemed like they realized they were like a week behind schedule. Yeah. And they were like, we got to make these days up. How are we going to do it? McTiernan, the John McTiernan, the director, was like, oh, yeah, I know what we'll do. We'll just shoot it in night vision. We'll do it real stealth. Uh, uh, see, I'm, I'm thinking it may have been something like they shot the scenes and they didn't want to do the real post-production work. <laughs> so they were like, we could just throw a green filter on it. <laughs> And be finished with it. Or they let an intern do the temp sound effects. That could be. And, uh, and nobody ever really realized that they Boing, didn't ever they thought it was them. a joke, yeah. <laughs> so they're there, I don't they're know. here, and they're like, who, who kept the Looney Tunes sound effects in? I remember, like, Paul Heyman is, like, a character. No, he he's is. not just the announcer. I remember there's, like, a whole thing where he's hiding behind the... He's, like, sleeping oh, in the oh, announce yeah. booth. Oh, yeah, he does and, some, some legitimate acting, too. I mean... I don't even remember if he gets if he gets killed or attacked or something, but there's a lot of craziness. Have not revisited the whole movie. Only the green screen scene, so... Yeah, there's MVP. Uh, uh, we just had MVP on the show. MVP looks good. Yeah, he's got uh, some, some interesting ink. Oh, yeah. Well, those are uh, gang tattoos. Um, I don't know if you know the story. That's why he had that the singlet with the long sleeves. That's that big bright light behind Brett. People probably said, hey, enough. We're making another announcement. Announcement very loud. Oh, Juice and Bender Liger. doing pictures with Juice. Yes. He is a luchador um, that wears a mask, but not yeah. even like a, a mask where you can see the shape of his face. It's a big helmet yes. type thing. Yes. So I'm like... Yeah, I, I once got my picture taken with Kane, and I, I was sitting there saying, how do I know this is Kane? <laughs> yeah, I think it was. But you never really know. Rapid fire talking I mean, those mask guys can throw you. That one I don't have. WrestleMania 2000. I have it for, uh, for... I see one of those every day. Xbox, I think. But not for, uh, not for a Nintendo 64. That game is, I believe, the only game that the Blue Meanie's in. Oh, wow. And so you can create him in other games, but he's actually in that one. I pointed that out to him once because he was talking about how he was only in one WrestleMania. And I was like, no, you're actually in two because you're in WrestleMania 2000, the video game. So we got a action figure combo pack here. It's Kurt Hawkins, Brodus Clay. Yeah. I guess they were a tag at one point? Nah, it's a, it's verse Curtis Hawkins. Oh, look at this. this is, you got CM Punk versus Savage. That's a pretty cool... Uh, yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah, you know, this is the squash match uh, pack. <laughs> Who's getting squashed? <laughs> Curtis Hawkins is. 
Uh, authentic autographed photos. Look at this oh, look. sharpshooter in cyberspace. It's Bret Hart with the with American Online computer. And they're not. And none of those are his kids. Yeah. Yeah, he's like probably was donating it to a school. Oh, there's Ray Trailer. Uh, the great big boss man. Yeah. He's a guy who could have done done something as a movie actor. Here's Hogan and Rick Martel, Hogan and Flair. We're looking at these are uh, like autographed yeah, pictures, autographed magazines. Scott Steiner. Yeah, this is pretty neat. I don't know. There's something to me about if you're gonna have an autograph, it's nice that you obtained it. I... Oh yeah, definitely because you have the experience of getting it. Yeah, well, I mean, kind of that's what an autograph, I think, originally was, you know, was yeah. your proof that you met so-and-so, and then... Yeah, that's why I even like to, with Brett here, when he was signing my book, I asked him to personalize it, which instantly right. cuts the value, or any potential value of it, uh, you know, right in half, or, you know, even sure. more. of course. Um, but I also feel like that lets them know, hey, you know... I'm not I'm reselling really, it, really yeah. Although I don't know that... I, I don't know that if you're paying 25 bucks that they you really resell. Care. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, no, I just don't think the resale's there. Yeah. Like, that, I think that's if you grab them in the parking lot and get them to sign it for free. You know, you see them at, the, at your grocery store. You're like, Brent goes to my grocery store. I'm going to I'm gonna go meet him at the grocery store one day and just catch him in the parking lot. That autograph, boom, you got a book, costs yeah. you 20 bucks. Autograph costs you nothing. Do we want to try and um, at least find us area that we might sit in? Yeah, sure. Where do you want to sit? Uh, we want to stay away from the speakers. Yes. <laughs> so I think we'd probably want to be on this side. Yeah. There's these bleachers here, or there's seats. Mm -hmm. uh, you, want to, you want to grab, like, down there? Grab, yeah. Are these ones reserved here? No, I thought they said the first two. No, I don't think they are. So, yeah, you want to just grab, uh, just grab these two right here? So, um, we can see the yeah, I think this is a good spot. So, uh, so rollerball. Yes. Chris Klein from the American Pie movies and LL Cool J, LL who cool has J, a wrestling yes, connection. Yeah. He was on SmackDown, I think, promoting Deep Blue Sea. Oh, yeah, that's I true. I remember yes. he did the, uh, the shark fin thing uh, yeah, on SmackDown. Yeah. That's all I remember is... His hat was like a shark Yeah, he, and he actually did the shark fin. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's interesting how many people... Somebody was mentioning to me... Uh, John Bobbitt. Remember John Wayne yes, Bobbitt? Yes, he was on the 100 Greatest Raw Moments as well. With uh, yeah. He saved he saved, he saved Alvinas from the Choppy Choppy. Choppy Choppy. He's the one that with turned off the lights. Mr. Yamaguchi saw. Yes. Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah. So the next one after that is uh, Santa? Yes. From, uh, from Santa Slay, the amazing, excellent holiday yes, classic, Santa Slay, which... I know it's going to be a, a Christmas tradition for me. <laughs> it's a fun movie. That was a that, I'll tell we you, reviewed that one. Yeah. That's the first one you know that you'll hear that we've actually yeah. gotten around to reviewing. Yeah. And I'll tell you, out of all the movies that we've watched for this show, that was the movie that surprised me the most because a lot of times I'll go in thinking I'm probably going to like this. I'm, I might not like this. That right. one I went in thinking Goldberg is Santa. It's just not going to work. Right? And man, did I eat some humble pie? Yeah, it worked. It worked very well. Yeah. Yeah, I dug that one a lot. That's uh, an awesome one, and you get uh, uh, him saying, "Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus." It's pretty recognizable that it's Goldberg's voice. Yeah. Uh, but as you were saying, not so recognizable that the nanny yes. was the one saying Santa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the next one after this is uh, a really great scene from Roadhouse with Terry Funk. Yes, but it's also it's a it's a. It's a big role. It's not a 
So oh, yeah. Kind of oh. Small, you well, know. he tried his hand at acting and got a lot of parts for a while. Yeah. I mean, that one, he also is in, uh, what, Over the Top? Yeah, I believe Over the Top. I think he's Scott uncredited. Scott Norton's in that, yes. I know. Uh, he's got an uncredited part in Friday Night Lights. I know he just did he did a handful of different, you know, acting performances. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I guess he was making a go of it at one point. Yeah, I guess, you know, he, you know, thought at that point he thought his wrestling career was over, even though it had like another 20 years left on it. But, yes, yeah, so he says, he goes, uh, Patrick Swayze, he goes, Morgan, you're out of here. You don't have the right temperament for the trade. And then... Because he was, he was roughhousing a little bit with that's the... That's right. Uh, Roadhouse is the... They're like bouncers. It's yeah. a bouncer so movie. He's, getting, he's getting fired. This is one of the greatest movies of all time, by the way. Totally something we got to review. But so there's a lot more dialogue. There's uh, Terry Funk saying the F word and everything. And I cut all that. And then he goes... And so he just goes... You're a dead man. What am I supposed to do? But really, he goes, you're a dead man. Choose him out for two minutes. Then says, what am I supposed to do? And then and then you get the uh, Patrick Swayze deadpanning. Well, there's always Barber College. <laughs> yeah. wah, wah, which I really think is funny. After that, we get a clip from one of my all-time favorite wrestling-themed movies. Now, this, out of all the ones we've heard so far, were movies that had wrestlers in them. But, yes. Uh, except for Swing Your Lady, which I believe does have some wrestlers in it. Yeah. And and let me back up to that, because uh, I was just going to mention the next one is a movie about wrestling. But going back to Swing Your Lady, I have an interesting story about that. Awesome. So a few years ago, I was at the Three Stooges convention. And Mo Howard's daughter says, uh, she goes, my father tried to get me into acting. I appear in a couple of Three Stooges shorts. She said, and then I uh, was in a wrestling picture. And I was like, ooh, I wonder what it is. So I went on IMDb, looked it up, and I saw it was Swing Your Lady. So I went over to her. I said, hey, what, what, do you have any memories of working on Swing Your Lady? She's like, I said, you know, I have a line like, uh, go ahead and whoop them, you know. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, and but how I. How was she at that point? She's a, like a teenager. Okay. She's like 12 or something. So I said, wow. I said, uh, I said, that's something. She's like, I haven't seen it in years. They didn't put it on, they haven't put it on video or, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's not available. And I said, I have it at home. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, I said, uh, and she's like, oh, wow, yeah, no, I'd be, I, I'd like to see that. So the next night, I went back there, gave her a copy of it. So she was very thankful. But so apparently she hadn't seen it. In, and then in, she called the FBI on you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, I had recorded <laughs> off Turner Classic yeah. Movies, so I think I'm not breaking the law. But what I uh, wonder is, has she seen it yet? That's that's my bet. I'm, I bet you she watched it. I think if she was... Excited to know that you had a copy she was. And, and actually had a story to tell about it. I think she probably yeah. She just said she hadn't seen it. You know, yeah. some she hadn't seen since she was a kid. Uh, That's a really neat story. Yeah. So, uh, so the next one in there, uh, the next, the next clip that comes up after uh, Roadhouse is uh, from Paradise oh. Alley, which is probably one of the funniest wrestling movies of all. Yeah, time. and I think also probably one of a handful of. Like basically forgotten Sylvester Stallone films. Yes. Yeah, there's a This was in between Rocky and Rambo. Right. Um, you got Fist at that time. Uh, the, the, Victory, yeah, the, the soccer, soccer movie. one with Michael Caine. There's a, there's a few forgotten ones during that era. Paradise Alley is one that I had always wanted to see. Terry Funk also in Paradise yeah. Alley. Armand Asante. Yes. And this yes. one is interesting because Sly is not the, the wrestler. Right. It's his They're, brother. Yes. Yeah. Which so he's not the the big macho guy. Yeah, yeah. 
He's one of the bo- brothers. What are they? The Carboni brothers? I think so. Yeah, and it's like it's a Prussian era, so it takes place in the what, yeah the the thirties. Yes, how crazy is that? Yeah, it's it's. I hadn't seen it until a couple years ago when we watched it together. Yes, and I, I believe that was the second time I had ever seen it. I think I had seen it once years ago because somebody told me Sylvester Stallone did a wrestling movie. Yeah, and then uh, I ordered the DVD and we watched it. And oh, what a trip that was! So the line that's in there is he says. Uh, Frankie, you know my brother, who's not as handsome as you, but can still wrestle. He's you know, as strong as Charles. Strong, yeah, exactly. So what are they selling here? Uh, oh, that was Mike Knox over there in between. I Luke Gallows. I didn't recognize uh, Mike Knox at all. Did he have his beard? I didn't see him. I don't think because I saw. I saw, I definitely saw Luke Gallows. You can't oh, miss you know him. what? We're actually, we're going to be facing hard camera, too. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, exciting. We'll be on the DVD. I believe this is also an iPay-per-view. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, if you guys go back in time, <laughs> you can probably watch it any time off the internet. I think this is a good spot, though. You don't think we should go closer or anything, right? No, I don't think so. I mean, we're about, I mean... Six rows deep? One, two, three, four, five, seven rows deep. Yeah, that's pretty good. We could move up to the row in front of us, but I think I kind of like, well, there, there's nobody behind us except oh, for like the bleachers, that, yeah. so you can actually just back you, your seat up to get right, out. Right, you don't get to, that anybody kicking, you know, mm-hmm. tapping their foot on the back of your chair. Or anything. Yeah. So, Paradise Alley. <laughs> crazy, crazy movie. Yeah. Wake Up Bella, for anybody that's seen it. Just such a great movie. Yeah, yeah, there's a... Uh, that's a movie I hope we talk about oh, soon, well, too, because we gotta get uh, to that, there are so many great sequences in that. Yeah, it's got some unintentional comedy. Yeah. It's got some intentional comedy. Mm-hmm. And, it's and there's got some wrestling in it. There's wrestling and, you know. and a pretty good story and uh, yeah, it, good performances all around. I, you know, I, I like it. I, I remember reading a review of a guy who just hated it and said that it's the type of movie that you watch five minutes of it and then turn it off and then watch whatever you really want to watch and you do that every night. And not that that's a bad idea for any movie, but yeah, I yeah. just don't... I wouldn't put this movie down on some bad level like that. This is Paradise Alley. So I like that one because you got Sylvester Stallone, very recognizable voice, talking yeah. about wrestling. Yeah, yeah. So the next clip is uh, Andy Kaufman. Oh, Breakfast with Blassie. <laughs> Andy Kaufman saying... Uh, well, I've wrestled women that are bigger than him. Now, he's referring to, this was at the time where he was going to be wrestling Jerry Lawler. And Jerry Lawler, kayfabe broke his neck. And so going into the match, he had wrestled women. Andy would wrestle women. Every. Any woman. That's it right. It didn't matter how big they were. Called them out of the crowd, and a lot of big women would come in there and wrestle against Andy Kaufman. And he never lost. He was undefeated. He was the undefeated champion of, of wrestling women. The intergender Intergender wrestling champion. Uh, And he would do this on Saturday Night Live. As a matter of fact, he had Buddy Rogers on Saturday Night Live, and they they wanted to cut Buddy Rogers from the segment, and Andy threw a fit and ended up cutting the length of the segment because he felt this is probably the the last time that the American public will see Buddy Rogers on their television screens, and he thought that was far more important than his match. Yeah, yeah. Um, A lot of people think that... Kaufman basically sabotaged his Hollywood career for professional wrestling. He, yeah, it's it's very likely he yeah. did. More so than Cindy Lauper, who's the other example, I think, yeah. of that, where too much wrestling, you know, I think 
I think wrestling had a real bad taint to it a, a long time ago. Um, but uh, Andy loved wrestling. He wanted to be a bad guy wrestler more than he wanted to be on Taxi. He hated being on Taxi. He hated that uh, Taxi was all dead people laughing. You know, that they had recorded the audio for the laugh tracks for I Love Lucy. And he thought the jokes aren't funny and dead people are laughing. So he says... I've wrestled women that are bigger than him. And and Fred Blassie goes, so you got fat, sloppy women. And Fred, Fred tells them just not to get in the ring. And Andy does not follow his advice. The whole plot of that uh, mockumentary or whatever you would call it is that he's going to meet Blassie and he wants advice from Blassie about his upcoming match with, uh, with Jerry the King Lawler. And... Uh, and so he talk, tries to talk him out of it. Yeah. But uh, things don't work. Now, I got to tell you, until Man on the Moon came, Lawler never broke KFA on this. And I just believed it. I believed everything about Andy Kaufman. I thought he was coming back in the year 2000. Yeah. I, and I legit believe that his neck was broken. He gets, basically gets Lawler in a headlock. Lawler picks him up and and just falls back like almost like a suplex. Yeah, it looks like a really really ugly suplex. It really does look like he broke his neck. Apparently, every bit of it was planned. Yeah, and then he pile drives him too. Yes, afterwards. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. It's uh, so. You want to see next year? Yeah. So what are, what are they Say, selling? Excuse me. Are you Craig Cohen from California? Yes, that's right. I think they're peddling everybody's autographs and yeah, but I, they they're overdoing it because if you only go on once in a while, it will listen. Yeah. But if you drone on all the time, nobody's yeah. going to listen. I also don't think that anybody doesn't know that the Rock and Roll Express is here. You walk around the place, you see the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah. I barely recognize Brett with long pants. Yeah, that used was, to the uh, short pants. Yeah, yeah, and it actually looks like everybody that wants his autograph is going to get it. Um, still got a line, but the line is uh, winding down. Yeah, I mean that line was long for a while. Still, still backs up quite a bit. No, we just us. Yeah, and we actually got on early, which was uh, a nice. Oh, we coup. got right in. We were we were like the fourth or fifth person in that yeah. line. Um, and actually, unfortunately, it looked like the guys before us got a little more chit-chat time. And yeah. then, the, then the one guy was like, this isn't going to work. You started to see that line backing up. Yeah, I almost got cheated out of my picture. Yeah, you didn't want to let you have it. That's right. Because you were taking pictures while I was getting my books signed. Right. So after, after that, we get the bell, ding, ding, ding. And then you hear us babble for, you know... 50 minutes, 50 minutes, 55 minutes if you're lucky. Sometimes an hour and two. So we can buy New Jack's ring, Ah, uh, probably bloody. From his penultimate match. Now, I own some ring gear. I will tell you, I have uh, two of the Blue Meanies shirts. Uh, Blue Meanie, guest on the show, a wonderful friend of the show. And I have uh, Blue Meanie's Job Squad shirt he wore for his WWE run, for, for almost the whole run. And I have his uh, his shirt that he wore at a Juggalo Championship Wrestling co- uh, show at the Gathering. Okay. I think uh, maybe 2010, he was in a battle royal, and I have his uh, shirt from there. Okay. So I have two of his 
of his shirt. You have one of those boxed up too, right? Yeah, like, one of those frames. Yeah, 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 yeah like it's in one of those like, yeah. like shadow boxes they call them. Yeah, with uh, with pictures of yeah. him posing with it and everything. Real nice. Um, and a picture of me and him uh, years ago, which is pretty cool to see because you know I've gotten new pictures. I've also he's played patty cake with my son, so <laughs> that's a wonderful memory for my kid. Yeah. Uh, when my kid gets older, I'll be able to tell him that you know the blue guy from the Blue World Order. Don't you have um... Coco Beware's? Yes. <laughs> I have Coco Beware's one of his headbands, and I don't have. I had a chance to buy. It was one of two headbands that Birdman across, and I picked the pink one or the purple one because I was positive yeah. that was the one that's on his action figure. Okay. I was wrong. The pink one, the one that I didn't take, <laughs> yeah. was the one that's on the action figure. So this one he wore at wrestling events. He wore it in, in his WWE tenure. He wore other colors as well. But I had the chance to buy the one that he, he has on his action figure, which means you have it on the card, and it could have been framed with that, which would have been cool. But, yes, I have that. And then I have uh, the only other thing that uh, that comes close. I have, I have a piece of a WWE mat. Okay, that's so cool. that's pretty cool, and I have uh, I have um, one other wacky piece of WWE memorabilia. I'm trying to remember, I have an Abdullah the Butcher fork. <laughs> so anyway, um, you get the uh, you get the classy Freddie Blassie breakfast with Blassie clip. After that, the show starts. When the show ends, you get the outro. Now, almost every week we get this outro, and you'll hear, um, you know, the opening. It's it's like this little music sting in between. In the outro, it's a film camera rolling. So it's as if you were watching a movie on an old film strip. Yeah. So you hear that. And a lot of times I'll cl- I'll change those clips to include clips that we mentioned during the show, yeah. or things like that. But the the generic basic one that we use from time to time, you know, the one that we probably use most often, starts out with, "You want to be a wrestler? You're too little. Leave. I got to take a crap." Mm-hmm. And that is from the movie The One and Only. Oh, with Henry Winkler, the Fonz. Right. And that is the unofficial Gorgeous George movie. Yes, this is uh, based on the life of Gorgeous George, but he's not called Gorgeous George. And there's a lot different. Obviously, yeah. the Fonz didn't look anything like it. Uh, and it doesn't take place in the, it takes place in the 70s. I think so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've seen that one years ago. Yeah, it's a fun yeah. movie. I've always liked that the Fonz plays a wrestler. It's another one of those that's just fun to think about, you know, that it happened. Um, and I like that dialogue, just, you know, the you're too little reminds me of Vince yeah. always saying that about everybody. And then, of course, the leave, I got to think of crap. It's yeah. hysterical. So the, the, then you get the film reel, goes... The next one is from one of my all-time favorite movies, not just one of my all-time favorite wrestling movies, uh, and it's from Nacho Libre, and he says, your skills plus my skills in the ring, tag team. Now, <laughs> See, I always thought it was Skittles, is that, and he was are talking you, about mixing Skittles are you? together. See, here's the, what's funny about that. Yeah. A mutual friend of ours once told me that, and I don't know if I, I guess I never mentioned this to you, uh, Aaron Werschel, yes. an old friend of ours. 
he emailed me and he said, I love where the guy says, your Skittles plus my Skittles in the ring tag team. And I was like, dude, that's Nacho Libre. You and I have, this is, I'm talking to Aaron, we've seen this movie. And he's like, I can't believe I forgot that quote. And then he's like, but I guess that movie has so many quotes that it's, it's easy to forget one. See, I, yeah, I really thought that he was talking about like, like blending this, like you know, in a, in a bowl together. So now every time I hear it, I always hear your skittles plus my skittles. Maybe that's why I think that's what it is. I yeah. I, I can't even now honestly tell you. It's so funny. Yes, oh, well, that's that, a great movie. That's another one I know you can't wait to get to. Yeah, I I love that movie. Does uh, they they mock the concept of wrestling and luchadors perfectly? It's yeah. done with love. And the only thing they get wrong is that the final pin is done outside the ring, which bugs me, uh, because they don't say it's false count anywhere. But other than that, I mean, just stuff like the way the luchador dresses outside the ring. Yeah, which you actually, that's more uh, wrestling related. Uh, I know that I've worn that suit. Uh, Yes. I, I have... The suit that Silencio, the big giant guy, wears in that movie. I have his suit when he's waiting I, at the train station. That's right, or the bus station. This is no. This is when they yeah they roll they run over his, yeah. his feet and they can't do the math. I have that entire suit, everything except for the lucha mask, and I've worn that on many occasions where I've had to wear a suit. Like I'll go to a wedding and I'll be like, well, I'm at least going to wear the jacket, you know. Is the, or, you know, the pants are tough because they're really long. But I've, I've worn his Silencio suit uh, to different to different events. And it's fun to always, you know, to tell people, hey, I had to get dressed up. But at least I was able to wear a suit from Nacho Libre. I own two other items from that movie. I have the shirt that Nacho rips open when he has his first match. He tears his shirt. Remember when I tore my blouse? I, I have that blouse. And then I have a pair of his partner's trunks, which I had to think really hard about buying because buying a man's trunks is very odd. But I did buy them. I haven't displayed them just because, again, buying a man's trunks is very odd. And those were part of an auction? Yeah. They did a big auction. It's one of the reasons I was able to get them for what I thought was reasonable prices was that they sold everything. They sold everything at once. So if you were a fan, there were so many things to choose from. So I I picked my spots, and I bid on those, and I won them. That is a a great, great film, you know, a great luchador film, wonderful wrestling, Jack Black's funniest performance, I I think. I mean, he's done other great performances, but he's so over the top in the... Don't you want to get a taste of the good life? See what it tastes like. And didn't he appear on SmackDown um, promoting Nacho? ECW, actually, but I don't think it was him. I've been meaning to look it up. It was Macho Libre. It's a guy dressed it, but I've read on his IMDb page that it was him, but he was doing the Macho Man voice. So I haven't gone back and rewatched it because last I checked, it wasn't on YouTube. But if it is. Contractually, they couldn't. Yeah, they weren't really promoting. I don't know what they did. I really was. was, It's baffling, but it was definitely does have a WWE connection, and they also have a uh, Nintendo DS game for that. Oh wow! So it's I think the first. It's got to be the first one of these, unless there's a rollerball game. I could see them making a Roadhouse game. They just haven't. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The next one. 
This is John Triton. No. Of course, episode number one of Camel Clutch Cinema, The Marine. That's right. So uh, that's a classic. you got to have a WWE film in there, so that's the one I put in. That's followed by Spider-Man. So two in a row, movies that we've actually covered. That was the uh, bone saw clip. I put the, what are you doing up there? And he says, staying away from you. And I chose that clip because it had the quietest audio behind it. I wanted to use the bone saws ready clip, which everybody knows, but it, it has a loud crowd noise behind it. And I found without the visual, it was harder to know exactly what you were hearing. But this clip is great. You hear Macho Man Randy Savage. There's definitely a video game for that one. Yes. And uh, and that is uh, is the next one on there. So that one's also one we've covered. The one after that is uh, no more rhymes now, ain't it? <laughs> okay. Anybody got a peanut? Andre the Giant. Great, great Andre the Giant joke. Probably the only joke that Andre ever told that made me laugh. Uh, if, if I was around Andre, I would have laughed at any joke he told. And that's the Princess Bride. Yes. And that is uh, Wallace Shawn saying the other yeah. line. And it's a, it's a funny line. It's actually a line that's somewhat easy to miss in the movie because it's at the end of a scene. Uh, so I jacked the audio up so you can hear it really good. And that's a classic. That's a movie we got to get to one day. Uh, that is one of those movies that, as a kid, I watched over and over. It was a, a movie that seems like it's a girl's movie, but then you actually watch it, and it's just awesome yeah. and macho. And also, it's fun to watch and look for any time Andre's on a horse yeah. or anything else, because it ain't Andre. It's not Andre. It's yeah, Andre clearly was too not big Andre. to ride a horse. Andre was bigger than the horse. So, after that, we get the clip from No Holds Barred. Can you place which clip it is? <laughs> so what's that smell clip? I believe it is. What? What? Yeah. What? What's that smell? I believe that's right. So you yeah. get you get a little Hulk Hogan as as uh, Rip, the greatest. Yeah, the greatest WWF champion that we never knew. Yeah. Rip fighting against Zeus. Then I guess at some point Rip had to defeat Hulk Hogan. Well, that's what we wonder. It's an <laughs> ultimate universe where Axe from from Demolition yeah, is as, the number one contender yeah, as Jake, Jake Bullet. <laughs> and there is no Hulk Hogan, but yeah. there is a WWF and there's a Jesse Ventura. So it's, it's a very confusing time. Yeah. So that one goes from uh, from you get you get the Hulk Hogan clip. To, uh, and you're sure it's the Dookie clip? Because I'm not positive. I, I just can't remember. I'm pretty sure it is. I've heard it a million times, yeah. and it's just a. It, it, I'm not positive, but I can't think of what yeah. else it would be. I would bet you a hot dog from the concession Ooh, I stand like that it is. I like this. So everybody listening <laughs> at the end will know who bought the hot dog. Yes. I like that. Um, also, I'm going to throw on at the end of this my interaction with Bret Hart and yours, <laughs> both of which you can't hear. <laughs> So you'll hear Brett says nothing to me. He shakes hands with me. I say hi to him. And he's very nice, smiles, but he doesn't say anything because this loud guy is shouting. And then you talk to him, which you can't make out because this loud guy is shouting. But I will put it on at the end so people can at least partake of that. The last clip, which I like to always use. It's one of my favorite clips ever. Yeah. It's David Arquette. And Sean Khan right. at the end, or in Ready to Rumble, right. when uh, the King uh, is getting decimated yes. by DBP and his goons. That's right. Oh my God! 
It's a four-post massacre. No one can survive this. This isn't even a pay-per-view. Just an absolute classic. You don't get any better than yeah. that. And I actually think that we we could possibly do that movie every year on Camel Punch Cinema. <laughs> I always think that there's so much in it. Yeah. I mean, that is really one where every scene you could just name the wrestlers in it and yeah. go on. It's the it's a mad, 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 mad world yeah. of wrestling movies. You know, yeah. I mean, it really has everybody in it. And so that is the last one. Then you get that little loud clink, yeah. and the projector turns off, and, and we're out of there. Yeah. Uh, I've fooled around with that on different episodes, and it's always it's kind of a bonus for people that listen to the end. There's one episode where I don't put anything until the last one, then there's like a whole outtake thing. And I know if I was listening, I when I get, when that first thing started, I delete. You know, I move to my next podcast. So I wouldn't get the bonus. But that guy out there that cares, that listens all the way through, he gets that little yeah. extra bonus. Like the time where we couldn't get our internet connection to work out. And I was so worried about it, remember? Yes. Um, it was Expendables. It took us... Two oh, that, nights. yeah, Two that nights took us. Yeah, that was the, the show that we really had a we really had a fight for. Yeah, the uh, the problem was I had a cable go bad in my house. I just had you know a, a coaxial cable that decided to stop working yeah, one day. Yeah, it was working one day. Yeah. The next day it was sort of. And working. then didn't you also have a um, uh, like an echo or something? No, uh, no, I don't or think Or an so. underwater sound? Oh, that was another episode. Yeah, okay. That was a much later episode. Uh, yeah, that was just a Skype error. But that didn't show up on the recording. Yeah. We, we, we rebooted. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was one where you uh, you could hear there was like a weird Skype uh, issue. 7.33. 20 minutes left. Supercard 19. So, um, so anyway, that is, uh, those are all the ones in the intro and outro. Sometimes there's bonus stuff there. My favorite one was on the Goldberg episode where all I did was on every clip, I put Goldberg going, who's next at the end? And we do plan on getting through all those movies yes. eventually. I've always thought that when we do, retire them. I'll retire yeah. those clips. But I'm waiting till we get, get all those out of there because, you know, it takes a while to do a new one, and the new one won't feel right for a while after we start it. So, yeah. so I, I think that should bring it to a close for this one. This uh, this is our pre-WrestleMania yeah. edition, but people will be hearing this after yeah. WrestleMania. I want to thank all our guests we had on tonight. We had Marty Gennetti, uh, Vader, Carlito, Luke Gallows, All of uh, these D-Lo people Brown, were in earshot of us. John so. Morrison. If, if you didn't hear them, <laughs> yeah. they heard us. So. the Clown. That's right. Uh, Shelly Martinez. That's true. Um, Hurricane Helms. Um, yes. the, the Rock and Roll Express. Superstar Billy Graham. Superstar Billy Graham. Marty Gennetti. That's right. Um, Luke Gallows. Luke, apparently, Luke, apparently, apparently Mike Knox. Knox. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm telling you, I don't think we'll ever have more of a star-studded show than we had right now. Yes, indeed. Today. So, uh, treat. so this one will uh, will go up after WrestleMania. So we uh, you've already heard our WrestleMania predictions last week. Yeah. And so, so you don't have week, to watch Mania. You'll know uh, by the time you listen to this. You'll know if they came true. Yeah. So until then, uh, we'll bid you adieu. Uh, we will see you next time. Thanks, Craig. Thank you.
and then we're thanking you when I'm just sitting yeah, next to you. Yeah, we're going to watch him wrestle. It's not like now. you paid, yeah. but we will find out if you got to pay for the hot dog. Or not. Yeah. And we will see you all next time here on Camel Clutch Cinema. Hi, what can I help you? Hey, let me get uh, a photo opportunity with my camera. Okay. Also, that's sunglasses for 20 if you're in a restaurant. I'm good. Thank you. Thank they look you. awesome, though. Oh, yeah, just 25. 25. And the line's not getting any shorter, folks. Brett like uh, Hart, the one and only. Brett Hart. Yeah, I got my camera. Right. 25-dollar autographs. 25 dollar opportunities. You need to bring a photo with you. You've got eight by cameras to sell as you enter the PWS ring. Your chance to win a true legend in the business. What a moment to capture an issue for you and your loved ones here in New Jersey to Supercard 19. We're going to hit your heart in the ring right now. And, and this gentleman was running up in the 39 Rumble last night. Yeah, I get it. But here tonight, he'll be coming up with our legend superhero, Starman, teams up. With the Hurricane, Tequila, Chris Teddy, and Nova, those two will be teaming up one night only. Thank you. Hurricane Sheet has photo and autograph opportunities available in competition tonight. He's stationed right next to the legendary Gary Crown. And you're in the right corner of our country's third place. Everywhere you look, every time you play, you see another superstar. That's how we roll. We bring the best team of all time from around the world. Enjoy it, because nobody can have a great life. See you. What's the name of that guy with the 18 thing? That's too much money. 18? Oh, so moving? Yeah. Okay. Goodness. You know what? I like you all. Are you? I like the stuff when you were a kid. Next, you know, they don't Let's go, buddy. Get into it. Yeah. You know, it's good to see somebody be real honest. I was getting a picture too. That's how weird it took. Um, I they didn't do a post picture yet. No. Try keep going, guys. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Make sure you like it. Oh, excellent. So you want to wrestle, huh? You're too little. We got ushers bigger than you. Leave. I got to take a crack. Don't you see? Your skills plus my skills in the ring. Tag team. Howard Patrols is John Triton. What are you doing up there? Staying away from you. No more rhymes now. I mean it. Anybody want to feel it? What's that smell? Down goes Jimmy King. Oh, my God. A four-post massacre. No one can survive this. This isn't even a pay-per-view!